right. You fucking dick. <laughs> Welcome to the Brew Review. We got a special guest with us, a Mr. John Mazio. Say hi, John. Hello, gentlemen, and everybody else. Thank you for having me. Uh, John had a great suggestion for a movie. We are doing a Steven Seagal special. No, I'm doing you. Is that your Steven Seagal already? Yeah, I'm doing you. Yeah, you got to work on that a little bit. More. All right, I'll work on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're um, selling Nick Cage. That's, yeah, that it's more, Nick more of a Nick Cage. It was more of an Andy Samberg doing Nick Cage. Which I think it's all based off of Steven Seagal in this yeah, movie. Apparently, yeah. Um, I actually have never seen this movie. I, th- I mistook it for one of the other 7,000 Steven Seagal <laughs> movies. Uh, it was a classic. Awesome. Agreed. It Wait, but who who all has seen it? I've never, I've never, I've never seen, seen it. it. So oh. I realized like halfway through that I, I've only seen the first half of it. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, no, I, 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 I thought there was more to that story, yeah. John. I don't think any of us have seen it besides that. So great choice. Yeah, 1991. Uh, some some gems in the in the in the music department there, which we'll get to. But drinking, what are you guys drinking? Shawnee, start it off. The huge Guinness, son. <laughs> I'm drinking Bullet Bourbon. Brett? I have the Balvini Caribbean Cask 14-year. Wait, when Ooh. the fuck did you get that out? Has that been it the entire time? Uh, it, was on the bu- it was on the bar over there. What the fuck? I would have been drinking that I know. shit. What the, the fuck? Yeah. What the I'm fuck, I'm drinking this dude? shit over here, and you're having yeah, the yeah. fucking Balvini? Well, you know, I don't know. I bought this uh, about a month ago. I've somehow hidden it in the back of the bar for a while, and I've, uh, that you know, until today. That would have drank by this point. That was down to there until today, and I've drinking a decent amounts today. Bobby Lupo used to drink And if anyone else would like 14. to care to have, have some, finish your drinks. Well, no, I'm already fucking drunk on the bourbon. Pour it in. This is my favorite scotch. Yeah, you're a real, you're a real asshole, Brett. Oh yeah, me too. Here. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I went down to the Aster uh, Warehouse Liquor and Spirits there the other uh, month ago, and uh, you know, picked the bad boy. Proof review sponsored by the Aster Place Liquor Place. <laughs> yeah, please send us. Funding. Please send not us to not please. Aster Place Liquors. The warehouse one across the street. They oh, have the cheaper prices. Well, both of them are not paying us, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, I've got please. to say, if they knew about this show, they'd probably be like, <laughs> yeah. "Don't mention our fucking." <laughs> no, no. <laughs> This crazy shit. Esther, their uh, uh, place one, the, whatever, the fancier one there, they would not want us to be on it. Yeah. The warehouse went across the street. Might, might They'd be, be okay like, fuck it. yeah. They. Yeah. Boy, so you got a podcast? You going international? All right, we're in. We're in. Yes, Aaron, please, Aaron, please, send it, please send it to uh, P.O. Box 6969. <laughs> <laughs> the nice Turkish bathhouse. Yeah. That's our address. Yeah. I had a couple beers at work, some tall boys, and now I'm drinking a, a bullet bourbon, but we're almost through that bottle, so... Sounds like a Chappelle show, a Chappelle stand-up I had guy. six <laughs> shots, three Budweiser's, a margarita, Two a hamburger. The <laughs> He's the counter. He always counts his drinks. Uh, I had a lot of whiskey in my system already today, and then I continued drinking some bourbon, so some bullet. I didn't realize there was a fucking Balvini here. I would have I drank that, but thanks, Brett. Um, it's been sitting on the table here. I clearly am drunk and didn't see that. <laughs> All right, so... Out for justice. First thing I want to talk about is the fucking ridiculous beginning of this movie. First of all, the credits are insane. They like pose mid action and scene and say Steven Seagal. I don't know. I, I don't know any, any other way to do it. I mean, you got to so- introduce your star in a, an aggressive way. Also, not a lot of other credits. It was pretty much just Steven, Steven Seagal, Seagal out for justice, done with credits. There's <laughs> yeah. no. I will say this movie was out in '91. But the whole thing seemed like it was from 85. Yeah. yeah I, the, the beginning 
of the movie seemed like it was a caricature of an actual movie. Like, yeah. it seemed like they were actually making fun of cop movies, but they were dead serious. Well, that's every Steven Seagal movie, you know? I don't know. I don't ever remember seeing a credit scene like that. That was pretty It awesome. might have been filmed in 85 and just released <laughs> in 91. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a fair They were like, the public is not ready for this yet. We'll wait six years. He also... Uh, <laughs> exactly. He also witnesses a pimp smacking up a bitch for being pregnant. And then he punches her in the face. Many and then times. He throws, well, no, he's yeah. punching her and then finds out she's pregnant and, yeah. continues, and continues to punch yeah. her. Yeah. At which point, Gino can't take any more. I mean, that's... <laughs> Gino is Steven Seagal's character's name. It's, it's Gino Fellino. I swear to God, that is his true Gino name. Gino Fellino? I don't think they Gino ever mentioned that in the movie. Fellino is his actual name. It sounds completely made up. <laughs> that's just Gino Fellino. Talking about characterization, that is... <laughs> That's, that's anyone making fun of Italian culture. And, yeah. and here he is, uh, speak Italian, and I'm going to be in this movie. I won't appear it's in saying, it unless oh, I speak Italian. Oh, his name might have been t- Tony Baloney. Like, <laughs> Tony Baloney. Exactly. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> All right, so he witnesses this bitch getting punched in well, her face. While they're on a stakeout and ruins that mission. Yeah, he, he ruins because he's just too... <laughs> he's about he's too, bad of a copy. He's too much out for justice. Which we never find out what that mission was. It seemed like it had a lot broader goals in the community. Doesn't matter. They're bringing something else Doesn't down. Doesn't matter. Gina just went rogue. Was be- you like to beat up on women? You like to beat up- and then he throws the guy through a windshield. I have. I wrote down the old tie move because he threw the guy through a windshield, <laughs> like grabbing him by his tie and tossing him. Yeah, the guy gets tossed through a windshield, and he, he fucking goes, "I know you. You're Gino." And he throws him through a windshield. <laughs> so that was just the first thirty-five seconds. of the <laughs> I shit you. This not. movie's phenomenal. I, I, I really didn't honestly stop listening right now to watch the movie and then continue listening. After. What really put me over the edge to want to watch this was uh, Jerry Orbach being a police officer in this movie. Unfortunately, he only has about five minutes of screen time, <laughs> and he looks exactly the same as he did in two thousand and four. <laughs> yeah. And he's like really good. Like his part is like <laughs> yeah. really well played. It he's just shows you one. how bad Steven Seagal's accent is yeah. trying to be from Brooklyn. When you're talking to Jerry Orbach, a great actor. Well, let, let's talk about that. Is this is this poor accent? But before we actually say that, I just want to talk about his whole persona. He is supposed to be from Brooklyn, a cop. He wears cutoff sleeves. He wears a beret <laughs> a with deep a badge v. on it. A deep V too. Well, yeah, it's a, d- a deep V cutoff, which is even it's kind of like a kimono. I thought it was a button down with cutoff. no sleeves. No, I no, it's, it was... it's well, maybe it might be a button, it, but it's got a blousey. There's oh, it's like a, blousey. a blousey, it's blousey, like kimono effect to it. Like it's like it's kind of like a jujitsu. Um... Yes, <laughs> it was like a ca- half karate thing that he just. Yeah, like it was sleeves. like a jujitsu. I learned from with the, the sleeves cut off. I ripped yeah. the sleeves off. But a black off. one. But a black yeah. one. Make it, it looks American. Like a soft material, like a silk or something. Yeah, though. <laughs> it looked like he he like you could see his nipples kind of through it and shit. <laughs> it's a cute top, man. But the thing top. that pissed me off the most is, have you ever seen a cop, let alone a Brooklyn, and. Italian Brooklyn guy in the early 90s wearing a beret. Every corner. Every corner. I'm telling you, they just, they definitely were trying to go for the guardian angel look. But what was the thing? A little bit different with him. But they didn't address him being, it would be one thing if he was like a former, you know, Green Beret or something like that. Something that would explain any reason why he he was apparently just a regular NYPD officer. That was working It's like when somebody has like a mole when you can't stop looking at it, but you never bring it up kind of thing. Like everyone sees it with a beret and you're like, all right, cool, dude. Like, not gonna mention that. What the that, fuck's with Gino's beret? Hey, what about that? Like, yeah, the beret is he military? Such a know. good point. In all the other uh, Seagal movies, they 
reference him having some past yeah. and being special services. Here he's just a neighborhood kid that does karate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's always had some secret military training. Not in this one. Kind of, it, it, well, no, yeah, not talking about the Braves. Kind of like uh, George Costanza's father's lawyer with the cape. <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, it's cold autumn day. It's a great day for a cape. I, I see, yeah. well, people are going to talk about it behind your back, just like that fucking I, I don't understand the whole... What was the background story of an Italian kid growing up in a neighborhood with all these mobsters that knows karate? Yeah. I don't understand. It's just implied. Yeah, it like, just... And no one references just like, oh, you don't want to fuck with Gino. There was a dojo on 71st and 3rd <laughs> Avenue. Yeah. I learned from Sensei. <laughs> He's trying to kill down his best friend from childhood the oh. entire time. They grew up together, but this guy is w- totally, totally different person. Also, yeah. every movie from the ni- mid '90s who has some sort of kid element with like a divorced, you know, cop, rogue guy. At the end of the day, the kid gets involved. End of this movie, he walks over with the wife. Kid is never mentioned again. Kid just gone. He was playing catch with them in the, the beginning. The other thing, there was no backstory of why they were divorced. It was just like, yeah, fuck her. Like, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're getting divorced. Yeah. I'll be back. There's like a lot of implied uh, previous plot. Like, yeah. he just works too hard. That and makes no divorced. sense. Yeah. It played as a sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Check out Alfred Justice 2 out in theaters in 2016. Alfred mm-hmm. Justice... Uh, the backstory. Zero. Yeah. The... The other thing is is this accent. So let's just talk about how horrendous this fucking accent was. <laughs> atrocious. Uh, accent was awful. His Italian was awful. He definitely his demanded. Spanish was awful. Oh wait, well, you don't know Steven Seagal is fluent in Italian and Spanish. Yeah, he demanded clearly to speak Italian and Spanish in this movie. No director came to and said, "Steven, here's a, here's a thing. I'm thinking we go with an Italian speaking cop." Uh, no, I can't do that. It was it was definitely that's a guy from Brooklyn. Uh, I want to speak Italian. Well, it doesn't really call for that in the script. No, I'm, I'm going to speak Italian to the boss. Okay, he'll Ciao probably speak more English than you will. And then, yeah, he goes into the, the fucking mob boss. I was totally confused by this. He, he goes to the mob boss and acts like, you know. Don Vitero. Yeah, Vittorio, or whatever the fuck his name was. And, like, shows him ultimate respect. And then literally 10 minutes later, goes in and basically tells him to go fuck himself. And, like, within 10 minutes of the movie, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, and the whole movie takes place in one night. Yes. Uh, it's, the movie is 90 minutes, but it was taking place in a time frame of 30 minutes. Uh, so. <laughs> the original 24. Yeah. Um, the other thing, too, is what was with action stars and berets, though? Like, Van Damme always wore berets and shit, too. I think they is that suppo- are you Are you thinking that's well, supposed to be like Van the, Damme the, and Seagal are in the same boat where they're both... Assholes, way, assholes, <laughs> way too like full Snipes, themselves. Snipes wore a beret a couple times yeah. in a couple movies. I don't, yeah. but I, 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 I'm going to signif- put him in a different pool. Is it the though? special forces kind of thing? Is it supposed to know. signify? I don't know. Clearly, it's it's a cross oh, yes. between. You're but I don't think Wesley Snipes is that full of himself. Wesley Snipes may be an asshole, but he's not as full of himself as Van. Oh no, I completely disagree. Fucking dude, they're out of your mind for like ten years. Yes, but that's I think true. that's true. He did go to jail I mean, for tax evasion. We could, pro- we could look this up, but I think the uh, I just think they're probably w- way worse working with. No, I would go so far as to say Wesley Snipes is the black Steven Seagal. All right, that's, that's <laughs> I like a pretty that. fair I like assessment. That. I actually, like that. Wesley Snipes actually knows like seven different forms of martial arts. Bullshit. Yeah. I feel like he's more badass. To be honest, no. Maybe it's because he's black. I don't know. Seagal's got that badass. cocky swagger though. He he. Yeah. He's got the walk of a black guy. Like, oh, fuck any bitch in this place. Like, so that's I just think how it was John that brought up, though, that, that pimp pants apparently we think that Steven Seagal was just trying to be Marlon Brando. Yeah. Yeah, he has a, a bad, like, godfather. That's what it is. And, and it was weird his, trying to see him speak like, louder because Marlon that's Brando. when he got his accent got really awkward. 
Where but later, later, Nook, you're real for Nook. <laughs> He's done Jadrul. Jadrul. But and later, later, career Seagal is a bad Brando because over like late, mid to late '90s, it gets further and further into this kind of uh, yeah. kick your ass. That you, what's who there's that Bobby one Lupo. where he's supposed to be a Native American in the movie? What the that's fuck? That's what we were one trying to figure out the name. This is actually a good Alexa question. That one, that's an extreme yeah, one where he really goes over the top of being. That it's something with fire in the in the. No, I don't remember. the Alexa, thing. what's the Steven Seagal movie with fire? <laughs> no way. She's not gonna know that. No way. <laughs> She's not gonna know that. Sorry, I didn't. Yeah, understand. of course you did. Specific. Yeah. You she can't have a useless. second. Yeah, she you can't have Twelve a episodes. You've She's good never for approved actors, us right. Spouses and actors' heights. That's these, about it so far. These yeah. damn dolphins. That's what I feel like right now. Son of a bitch! Jesus. I'm sick of this, Alexa. <laughs> Alexa, how old is Steven Seagal? Steven Seagal is 63 years old. Wow. Shit. <laughs> you know he's like an actual like cop now or something. Yeah. He, well, he's, he's, a, well, he's a bounty hunter. Yeah, that's whatever. what it is. He's a he, fucking. He's, he's Arizona money and, yeah. and he's deputized. I don't know if he's. He was 38 in this. But he's driven a tank. Through a fucking goddamn house for no reason. In re- in it wasn't reason. He was breeding animals illegally. <laughs> Some bullshit like that. He drove a tank through the guy's house. Is that a real story? Or yes. Is that a movie? No, that's real. And it was on his show. Jesus. <laughs> Whatever cop show they had. So anyway, one thing I want to talk about well, is hold on to that point real quick. Steven Seagal is a registered police officer in Miami Dade County, and had his own TV show on TLC. <laughs> What are you, his fucking agent? Yep, no, it's, it's called Steven Seagal Lawman, and that's he right, once drove had, a yeah, tank through a house because the guy was illegally breeding. It was it wasn't even like exotic animals; it was chickens or something. And he drove. Oh, that a, was the actual reason. Yeah, I didn't know he, that. He drove a tank through the well, building. Well, we know that from this movie. There you go. He's out for justice. He's an, he's an he's animal a lover. A dog gets thrown out of a car for no. Oh apparent reason. God. What a weird plot. Like honestly, a, so that, a, honestly has nothing to it has do. Has nothing to do with anything. Has nothing to do with any plot of movie other than the fact that he's he's going around kicking people's asses with a dog leaving in the car. Which, puppy, by the way, puppy. you're leaving a fucking puppy in the car by itself. With I'm assuming your windows are rolled up too. We were hoping How for a mini. I don't roll up the windows. We were hoping for a mini John Wick in the middle of this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I mean maybe John Wick took the plot from us. Um, I want to talk about the dialogue. There were some fucking gems in here. <laughs> I think we've been talking about how ridiculous the movie is, but we need to clearly state it is like what every satire was built off of. Yes. It is just so over-the-top ridiculous. But They're, they were being serious at the time. Yeah. He, it's now become corny because of age. You with, know? with his attempt at being a Brooklynite, Steven Seagal actually says these words. This is an exact quote. He calls someone a chicken shit pussy asshole. <laughs> He's a chicken shit fucking pussy asshole. It sounds worse when you hear the way he says it. <laughs> well, imagine that in a re- chicken shit pussy asshole. Like him trying to do a Brooklyn accent, but who's this quiet. one over here? Yeah. Which one? The one with the nipples you could dial a phone on. Yes. <laughs> that is also an exact quote. Who's this one over here? Which one? The one with the nipples you could dial a phone with. He had to be writing these down in the cruiser as he drove around. No, that's totally. I mean, that would be like what I would do when you're trying to just think of like a fucking. Cool, come back for somebody. Is that your logic when you're in the bar? Uh, uh, Fucking the one with the nipples. You know, you can fucking dial a phone over there with those nipples. Is that your logic, Dom, when you sit down at the bar and start talking to people? Dude, come up with a cool line that I can (laughs) snag this girl with. You know, sometimes you just try to think for that quick, funny remark, and then that's what comes out is chicken shit pussy asshole. (laughs) That that's what I. 
that's how I think this movie was made. Almost like a Larry David, like, just, just see what you feel when this comes out. Just see what you feel. There wasn't a script. They just told us to go with it. So I started beating people up in the pool hall. Looking for his murdered best friend, Bobby Lupo. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. So no, we should probably talk about the real plot of the movie. Oh, Bobby Lupo! Anybody see Richie? Anybody know why Richie did Bobby Lupo? So after the awesome 35 seconds of the, the opening, within two minutes... His best friend, who's, I guess, kind of his partner or whatever, gets killed in broad daylight in, in front, front of, of his, his wife and kids. And the guy that kills him is, is this neighborhood guy that they grew up with. Richie! Richie. <laughs> Madonna. Just Even to, know Richie! Yeah. And then, after that, he's out for justice. <laughs> and he goes around... Because Richie killed Lupo! To, this, ...to these bars and different places... Searching no, for no, Bobby Lupo. In reality, no, only, Rich. only oh, Richie's yeah. family members' establishments. He goes to yeah, his parents' home and says, I'm yeah. going to kill your son. Correct. He goes to the brother's bar, beats everyone up, like 15 guys. Well, that scene is... We need to talk about that scene. Yeah. Sticks. We can't forget let's, about let's that. his sister. Wait, wait, wait. Let's not skip, skip over that pool hall scene. <laughs> this is by far top five fight scenes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he walks in of this supposed to be tough guy bar... And with his fucking cutoff, he's still wearing this cutoff thing vest. with this badge hanging out. Kind of like a Bennett vest. Yeah, and all yeah. these all these badasses are supposedly there. And they all, once again, in every action movie, they all try to take them one at a time. Always. We, I don't think we're going to be able to cover all of the ridiculousness. Not enough time. Imagine it's us. We're in a bar. And some asshole comes <laughs> in right, and it sure. just like points at Sean and says like you fuck you your brother screwed me over or killed my friend and we're all just gonna s keep leaning on the bar as this guy shit uh, talks Sean you're a cop. and then picks Dom and throws a punch at him hits him and we're all just gonna go oh okay I'm next and yeah. like come up instead of all fucking gang tackling him Boy, but the him best the part is even before that happens he just starts throwing bottles around <laughs> he goes behind the bar and. <laughs> So he goes behind the bar, knocks off all these fucking beers and shit, and then he goes, oh, you got all this boxing memorabilia. Who's the tough guy? I know. That's and it's like this 65-year-old fucking guy, and he's like, I'll show you who the tough guy is, and then he fucking knocks him out. But imagine that. You're in a bar. You're with your buddies. This is our, like, we're at KR, and some asshole comes in and just starts shit-talking one of us. You're not, well, not going to all fucking tackle yeah. him? Like, no, I will say the initial reason in this one was because he was a cop. Where they do mention that at that time. I don't think the that badge matters. and the gun, that's all he's got. <laughs> the only balls he has is that badge and gun. I'm is that right? So then he proceeds to go through and literally kick everyone's ass in the bar. He gets a fucking, the cue ball. Puts in, it into in, a very towel. Very Steven Seagal ass, yeah. puts it in a towel and just starts also, whipping it around. the asshole who's going to fight him first watches him put it in the thing. Spin it around yeah. to make yeah. an actual and weapon, and then the says, "I'm gonna knife you," and takes it out and takes a. And then they call a haymaker swing sticks. <laughs> and literally, once again, this is an Italian neighborhood. There's one Asian guy who knows how to fucking <laughs> the use pool a pool shark. stick. And then, apparently, Steven Seagal got this training in Brooklyn in the <laughs> 1980s, uh, where he knows how to fight with a pool stick. It's kendo. And they it's just sit kendo. there doing basically yeah. patty cake for better like, than it's the an guy. Asian sticks. Yeah. Better I than the guy no whose one. nickname is Sticks. That Aquera. fight was like two women slapping each other yeah. for like a minute, course, a full yeah. a full minute. Yeah, <laughs> it's a slap fight, man. Yeah, and every every bad guy they like poorly qualify before he fights him. Like the first guy was the oh, 
they they in two lines qualify that he was a boxer at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they qualify the one bad guy that he went to Attica. He was in jail. Okay. Then Styx is a martial arts guy just because he's Asian, I guess. Yeah, like you don't know that. All you know is by him being referred to as Styx. Yeah, you see that? But I can find every style. As well. I can box. I can prison rules. And I can do kendo with this Asian over here. <laughs> So my, my next thing I want to talk about is how badly placed the music was in this film. Awful. So his, his best friend just gets killed in broad daylight in front of his wife and kids. And now he's searching for the bad guy and they play, no, sleep <laughs> till Brooklyn. It's like, what? The song <laughs> like the selection fuck? itself was not bad. They're good songs. They just played the way they wrong time. Times. <laughs> Who was the, somebody said the one song sounded like... Uh, it was the Home Alone criminals yeah, the home alone. robbing the, the house. Like, dun, 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 dun. It was like an action sort of 90s. It was when exactly the, the same like going song. after him. Yeah. yeah, it was and like for that. something ridiculous. Can we not miss the part after he shoots Bobby Lupo and drives away and grabs the woman? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I really want to hear Dom explain this part of the, the whole the fucking plot. Uh, are you talking about the one with the car? Yeah, yeah. right yeah. after well, he shoots. the yeah. fucking car, asshole. Yeah, so he... First of all, he kills this guy in broad daylight. He's in a like red fucking the Chevy, most consp- conspicuous car you can imagine. He's in a bright red car. Shows everyone his face. Kills this guy. Gets yeah. in the car. Oh, that's right. It was still, then oh, pulls it was a away. Yeah. yeah it, then pulls away, and this woman in Brooklyn, uh, she, he's blocking her, and she goes, "Hey, can you move the fucking car?" goddamn car and he goes he just walks out of the car what, what and shoots her in the fucking head now imagine you're in traffic yeah <laughs> you're just behind someone you're like ah oh, come on like really it's a red you're light you're being a real asshole yeah. this guy pulled in front of me oh this one okay she, no, she's yelling at him alright she's, she's got to handle it holy shit he just shot that girl in the head <laughs> what do you do wait wait the best but what do you do what about that one? You're sitting in the car and you just watch a guy get out of I don't do a goddamn thing. Yeah, I do just shot somebody in the fucking head. He doesn't put the gun at you. Yeah. He just walks away. Like, do you say, hey, some asshole just got out of a Camaro in the middle of the road. He drove across all the lanes. He's clearly in the wrong end. Shot a woman in the head point blank and left her hanging out of her car. Like, what do you do? I take down do that a license plate. Thing. <laughs> take down that fucking license plate, dude. I don't well, he abandoned the car. Thing. Irrelevant. It was Alpha, well, Geo, yeah. Beta. One thing is in a tie in the neighborhood, you don't you didn't see anything. <laughs> I didn't see a fucking thing. But the 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 best part about this was why he was blocking her. They pulled over like four lanes so they could they could smoke some crack. Should <laughs> <laughs> you not? I did not make that up. That is actually in the movie. They just randomly pull over so he could smoke some crack. Several guess, times, actually. Yes, I guess crack was a popular drug at the time. But early '90s, dude shifted like four lanes over, so not so that he can smoke crack, but so that, that the guy were, in the passenger seat can smoke crack. But does that mean they were poor gangsters because they couldn't be doing full coke? <laughs> I don't know. And then again, is, in like poor plot development, he just goes, "This is gonna be a legendary night." night. Yeah. <laughs> no, he said it's gonna get hotter. Everybody's gonna remember this night before <laughs> the night ends. I got news for you. It's gonna get a lot hotter. Before the fucking night's over. Well, one thing that is is great about this movie, and we were talking about, is there's just no there's no depth to the characters. Like the bad guy is just a bad guy. He just kills everyone that he comes in contact oh, with. Oh, there's zero. For no fucking you know reason. nothing about any <laughs> yeah. of these characters. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. 
But I kind of like that. You don't yeah. need you don't need. If any you're gonna bullshit. fucking start killing people, kill. Them. Don't give me some sympathetic Richie who loves the prostitute he's gonna end up dying for. No, just an asshole who just shoots anyone who gets in his path of, I guess, banging hookers and smoking crack. Like that's his only motive in the whole movie. There's no real ulterior plot or ulterior motive to, to anything he does. It's just no. This guy also banged the hooker I'm banging, and I want to smoke this crack, so it's going to get hotter before the night ends. Let's kill everyone that we come across. Yeah, and I just love how he, we talked about it earlier, but he goes to, like, everyone in this guy's family, who apparently he's, like, really close with. Grew up with him. And just tells all of them. Basically, he just does it to tell them that he's going to kill their brother. <laughs> well, he said like, he can no turn real. himself in. If you get him, he turn himself father. in. He never said that to the brother or to the sister. How many fucking siblings this guy has? God he knows the Nona doesn't really understand. Appropriate. Well, oh, yeah. The Nona doesn't understand. She's yeah, no- losing her mind. Yeah, she's she's she doesn't she doesn't get that. And no prison. She doesn't know. She, <laughs> yeah. she she just thinks you hurt my boy. The other thing surprising is just how many of their stars there were that were in like little roles, right? So Gina what's your name? Gina Gershon plays the sister. Yeah, but she's been in something else. So what was it? Angelina Margulies. Showgirls, man. Yeah. No, not just showgirls. Is I- it it's isn't it Julianne Margulies? Oh yeah, yes. Julianne. Yeah. she's very young. She plays a horror. They all play horrors too, which is great. They do. Um, <laughs> so, so the towards the ending, the ending scene is Richie goes to this whorehouse, who's Juliana Margulies or whatever. She clearly doesn't want him there. Okay, but it's not a whorehouse because she's not a whore. Like the way they develop it. He just forces himself upon her. She's right, a sweet right. girl. It's, it gets, he just goes. He just goes up and starts rapey. grabbing tits, man. He just goes up. That's all <laughs> he does. It's confusing man. too. Yeah. There's some whores. There's some non-whores. There's some borderline whores. The movie it's starts as prostitutes. What was the yeah, guy's yeah, name? Was... Pepito. What was the fucking little Pino. kid's name? Oh, Pino. Pino. He called and said that it was like basically a whorehouse that sold the seltzers oh, no, to him. Yeah, that was the other thing. It was a seltzer boy. Who fucks sells seltzer on the corner? And he bought a six pack and he sold pretzels on the corner. That's different. It's pretzels. You sold pretzels. People sell waters. What's wrong with seltzer? on the corner that's it seems like a high class thing. <laughs> oh who's no buying a six pack of seltzer yeah, no yeah. Yeah. it's not a, it's not a bodega like seltzer. a six pack was all that kid fucking had in that cooler yeah. there, there, that was his his whole loot for the day <laughs> maybe people liked carbonated beverages better than back then you know I don't know. They sell seltzers in the waters no that's not true those are all false never paid never paid for the seltzer no he I think he did if anything, the way they developed the character, he most likely overpaid. <laughs> he's a real class actor. It's justice. I love how John's trying to get all sensitive shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She wasn't really a whore. <laughs> no, because she, she just got into a bad situation <laughs> and she had to do some things for some money. It was Maria from 71st Street. She's the nice he girl. Don't talk says, about it. He says, I don't like want that. you to think I'm just being here for the money. Because it just feeds into the whole thing we talked about of like the good characters are just plain old good characters and the bad yeah. guys are just always bad See, I didn't he's, a, he's a pillar of virtue <laughs> <laughs> she, can we talk about the, the brother who just got shit on the entire oh movie oh yeah that nose poor nose Richie's brother the, the main bad guy's brother he gets uh, Gino Steven Seagal beats him up beats all his buddies up he gets the cops and the Italians I think they come in they the Italians come multiple beat times beat the shit out of him we haven't even talked about that subplot yeah the we'll, Italians we'll get there. or the cops the Italians oh yeah well, well we did we talked a little bit about how he goes to talk to this fucking Don Vittorio and that whole thing where they, he grew up with all these guys and he respects him and then disrespects him. And then there's this weird, like, what, what was the deal with him and that other guy in the mob? Like, they were friends but not friends? Yeah, they're all neighborhood fucks. They're frenemies, dude. 
<laughs> so the whole thing is that the mob was looking for this guy because they made. I don't he think they actually were. Him. They never explained this, but I don't think they were. It's so fucking confusing. Well, right? here's the thing. At the beginning, I didn't think the mob, the mob claimed that they were also looking for Richie because they didn't want rich people he killing people someone in their, in their, family. In their neighborhood. He didn't. He didn't have approval for the killing. Yeah. However, I like how he just tried to get a little Brooklyn out of that. Yeah, well, yeah. that wasn't even close to the the. But the. Uh, <laughs> oh. So you don't know. So you, you th- yeah, you get the feeling that they they don't actually want to find him, and they're kind of just like playing along to get with him. But at the end, he does. He the guy comes when after uh, Seagal actually does kill him, the other guy comes in. He says, "I'll give you the credit." You know, basically, I'll give you the credit for this kill. And they were they were they seem to be yeah. best of friends. <laughs> so it seemed like the entire time, it seemed like the movie was trying to play a fast one on you in the beginning. Like, oh, I see what's going on. No, 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 it was just horrible acting on everybody's part. Yeah, well, that's why I want to be very clear to the well. listeners. <laughs> Hopefully you watch this movie, and we might sound like we're all over the place, but that's just the actual fucking movie. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. This might sound like a disjointed explanation. That's it's the because fucking movie. The movie's all over the place. There was that one scene in the middle where he was talking to that guy in that alley or whatever. Who would have thought I would have been a cop and now we're here in the garden? I was one of the Bill Wines guys. Look at us now in the garden. Who would have ever thought that I would have become a cop, huh? No, yeah, what the fuck was the point of that? <laughs> that? That seemed like a random deleted scene in the middle of the movie. There's, I, all, this whole movie seemed like it was a it random collection matter. of deleted there, scenes. You know, there, there were various scenes that had no actual reason pertinence to, to any of the. I disagree. I think everything had a. <laughs> it was a very cohesive plot. Very point. cohesive. It's it, just it, showing it, his his connection in the neighborhood. You know, Pino. He, he killed that guy. He put him in the trunk. I was nine years old. You know, I was supposed to be a gangster. Now look at us. That had no. literally nothing. To, yeah. The, well, uh, also, I, kudos to the random name generator that was <laughs> yeah. the Guido name generator. GuidoNames.com. Guido <laughs> That's where they got that's that from. Business idea right there. Oh fuck! I just I just out of my, it exists. Uh, my business. Yeah. There's a ton of those. Yeah. <laughs> there there is. GuidoNames.com. The <laughs> there, there's a, there's a fucking any x name, name generator, generator yeah. com anything. So let's let's get sort of to the Gino Fombino, <laughs> the climax of the movie, which is they go to I'll this whorehouse, John. It's a whorehouse, and it's not a whorehouse. She's a nice girl. Oh. He's there. It's a nice girl groping. that's on the edge of some problems. Yes. Yeah. Hey, we, 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 we fixed her up. She's all good. Don't don't uh, don't talk about her that way. And uh, her mother's a saint. Tony finds out from fucking little seltzer boy, and. Gets there and there's you know five or six guys in there or whatever, and banging out some hooas. What? <laughs> some hooas. Having, oh, having, having a great yeah. party. They're having a great time. They're smoking crack and banging whores. Yeah, yeah. There's lines like half an inch tall. There's, I think, I think finger the best and part was you were like, I want to be at this party. <laughs> it looked fun. <laughs> Those girls were down to party and. Coke was flowing. It was got except drinks for the, were flowing. The layout of the apartment was questionable. Uh, there was, there was, <laughs> yeah, there was well, a random hall. I don't know if I. You're trying a to say she's not a whore or a There's window. There's a random, random, random hallway that was like the back, the unfinished back of one wall, but then the inside of the living room had some beautiful uh, round woodwork, which, uh, which just to show into the ugly ass hall. Oh, I don't you, know. Oh, you talking about when they had the, that weird hallway that existed yeah, yeah, behind the brick the thing, hallway, and then yeah. he kills the guy by kicking him in the balls? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally kicks the guy in the <laughs> balls, true. who then falls into a wall and no, dies. No, no, John, he doesn't fall. 
he rockets 10 feet across the alley and his body is shattered against the brick wall from the single Gino kick. Now, the so, reason that I wanted to bring up the hallway is because I think you really pointed out is like, oh, okay, it looks so, it's a weird apartment. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on there. It's because it was clearly just the back of a set that they yeah, used yeah. for an apartment that like, they so, wanted so happened to use the be, back of the set. This is a deleted scene. It was a deleted scene. So happened to be this apartment was laid out perfectly for Steven Seagal to kick somebody through something made of wood. Into something made of brick. Yeah. You guys clearly haven't been to enough Bay Ridge apartments. <laughs> they have bizarre brick patios everywhere. No, that no, are, it wasn't the brick. They, but they call it them was... their yards. <laughs> no, I got a yard. No, you have a 10 by 10 foot brick it was cement the, patio. It was the unfinished <laughs> back of the wall that had like the uh, the plaster and whatever, the uh, cross beams or whatever, the, uh, as, for, as the back. But it was the main hallway. It was, yeah. and it wasn't... And it, you know, you can say like, "Oh, it's just a shitty apartment." Nah, it clearly looked like in un- the back of an unfinished movie set. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. You got a problem with? The- well, the the best part is Gino. just so. Finally, you wait for this whole movie. Granted, it's a short movie; it's like ninety minutes. And now, Perfect Richie line. and Gino are facing off, and it's like the most anticlimactic battle. It's just a fat guy who's all cracked out running towards the goal, <laughs> literally just moving out of the way and pushing him, kind of just slapping him around. Steven Seagal, by this point, had already been shot and like fought five other guys. Clearly, it doesn't affect Steven Seagal at all. Which yeah, even though us, he's shot. Yeah. Which brings us to our, another conversation we had during the movie, which is Steven Seagal must write in, like, I'm not going to ever lose in fights. Yeah. And he, there's never not a even time. Close, yeah. not even, not, they can't even get a yeah. punch in. Yeah. Right. They can't get <laughs> anything in. You know, the, the director, again, it's like, Steven, you know, even like most entertainment, the WWE does this where the bad guy gets a couple shots in, the audience doesn't know, is the good guy going to win? It's just the end, and then he wins. Bennett was hitting yeah. Arnold. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. No, that doesn't happen. I hit him with a frying pan on the head when he tries to swing one at me, and then I stab him with the weapon he tried. No, Steven, that's not how it works. <laughs> I, I was keeping count. Literally twice he gets hit, twice in the entire movie. Once... At the pool hall scene, he gets hit with like the stick oh, of his yeah. leg. Yeah. And, he, gets and, and the he gets second shot. one is he gets and shot. He gets shot. But he doesn't yeah. Yeah. Take it doesn't affect him. It doesn't affect his important performance him at all. Yeah, at all. I thought you were going to bring up the shotgun to the leg. Oh, the shotgun. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Oh, the shotgun so, to the leg. So, right before the face-off <laughs> with fucking fat guy Richie and Gino, he's about 20 feet away from one of these guys and shoots him. <laughs> Shoots the guy. A the shotgun. Guy with a shotgun. About 20 feet away with a scatter gun. His leg pops off. Literally <laughs> pops off. A clean from the knee below just falls off. <laughs> like he shot a guillotine. Like yeah. it was... And the guy's still hopping around. Guy's yeah. still, my brother's still the best hopping part around. is they change the scene. They cut to the next scene. Still in the apartment of him walking around. And you hear a guy in the background yell, the You leg. took my leg. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, but it's so faint. It's the great. other great, <laughs> great slash shitty thing about this movie is how about the gun sounds? Dub the dubbing. Oh, it, it was awful. It was awful like somebody, so somebody bad. actually shot a gun, and then they had a cap gun in the background, just fucking being recorded. Pew, pew, yeah. pew. And, and then two seconds later, they have like the loudest sound effects for the cue ball hitting somebody's yeah. head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Call was... me a fucking wiener, but I shot a gun wiener. at a party a couple a couple weeks ago. That thing was. What kind loud. of party are you at? Chris Fox. Ooh, the sick party. Yeah, I think you need to clarify. <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs> we got to the sick party. We just shot guns and it's the sick. Dude. I went to a gun range 
a couple weeks ago happened to be at a party, bachelor party. But, this party on 125th last week could be going. It got popping. We're not going to call you a wiener, man. Popping. It was popping guards, son. I'm going to call you a wiener. I was looking for Lupo. <laughs> the point is, that shit is so loud. If, if you so like, loud. These guys just rocking shots in a fucking closed apartment and then just keep moving like they wouldn't have horrible tinnitus in their ears. Like nothing had happened. Just... A shotgun blast in close range. Nah, nah just keep going. And then so, the sticks fight was just like, crack, bang, pow. <laughs> What's the thing with with Steven Seagal fights is they're so anticlimactic. So that this entire movie, you're waiting for the showdown between them two. Literally, he just starts charging towards Seagal. He throws him down on the ground three or four times, and then after that, he just stabs him in the head with a corkscrew. <laughs> And that's it. Yeah, it was, that yeah. is the end of the movie. Right in the forehead. I was hoping at least for an eye hole, eye socket, you know. But no, right in the forehead. Hey, Richie. Somehow that, somehow that corkscrew went right <laughs> through that skull. So, so that <laughs> ends. That ends. And then you see the sort of him with his wife and this dog that he found in the fucking middle oh, of the street. Jesus. And the whole wife scenario is, there's just like no backstory She's in the to that. first five minutes they were getting Yeah, minutes. they were going to get divorced. There's a scene in between where he goes to see her and his son and Richie was listening on the phone on the police scanner and they send people to try to kill him and right before that oh, I happens missed that. I didn't realize that, that was right right happening before that, that happens she out of nowhere just says I don't want anything to happen to you I want us to get back together and he's like I can do that that's his reaction I just like okay yeah, I can do that that's- so they basically walk off together but right We're not simplifying it. That, those that, are the that's words. Literally, <laughs> yeah. literally the script. I know you guys out there thinking we're doing a bad job of describing this movie. Nope, this is the actual movie. <laughs> it's this disjointed. There makes no this sense. This good. Right. It's awesome. But Sorry, right before spoiler alert. you see them it's walking off. Just a classic ending of a movie. Them walking off, I guess, in Coney Island on the boardwalk. You had to connect back somehow. Well, why the fuck this dog exists? So you see the guy who threw the dog outside the window. Also, and did anyone else miss the bumper sticker? Because I did not, I did catch not that. see that no, either. We were we were talking about it when the first happened. Yeah, they I totally missed it. He identified this guy. Kill by them all, let God sort him out. And also did an exaggerated like yeah. zoom in on the bumper yeah. sticker. No, they had Steven Seagal read out the bumper sticker earlier in the movie when it first happened. I missed that. I'll give it that. Yeah, I missed that too because movie fucking. There is no sneaky plot lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, several times you thought they were sneaky because it can't be that simple. <laughs> but no, it actually was that simple. Steven Seagal, the animal rights activist, confronts the man, <laughs> and the guy is also a tough guy, which he must say a that like fat, ten times old in tough this guy. entire movie. And what he ends up doing is <laughs> turn... he's out for justice. <laughs> he literally, ter- I, I shit you not, this is exactly what happens. He literally turns the guy around and kicks him in the balls. That is exactly what happens. And they just zoom in on his crotch as a foot goes into it. Correct. <laughs> and then the, the d- then they make the dog piss on him. Correct. On yes. his, right on his face. And Which what, apparently and what's they, the ending line, bro? What's he well, say? first of all, they couldn't even get the dog to actually piss. Actually, he was piss. fucking the head. The dog, the dog, there wasn't a dog lifting its leg or anything like that, which would make the most sense. It was just a dog on its face. That's right. all. <laughs> and a really big, loud, over-the-top pee Louder trickle. than gunshots. Oh, Louder than gunshots. I get it. The dog's peeing. Louder than the gunshots. And then Steven Seagal has his classic, is that a police dog or what? <laughs> and that that is the end of the movie. the movie. And then the best part, for the closing credits, let's go back and show scenes from the beginning of the yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, I will say, the beginning <laughs> cut scenes. Yeah. No, the beginning scenes. was the, the exact best scenes. Fucking, the beginning fucking scenes were awesome. I mean, I don't blame them. Steven, I, once again, I think Steven Seagal just writes on his contract. Uh, just for the ending credits, I want yeah, cutscenes of me. me being awesome. Drop kicks, <laughs> shotgun fights, 
pistols, anything with me being awesome. <laughs> All right, so to close it out, I want, I want to know, Brett wanted to talk about this before. If you were going to go like on a killing spree... <laughs> I wanted to talk about. Yeah, he wanted to talk about this before. That's true. I did. If you were gonna go, if you were gonna be Richie and you were just gonna start fucking murdering people, who's who's your first target? Dare we say in your neighborhood? I would say. I would say anyone. I would say the category is the the type of person that annoys you the most. I like that. That's the type of not a particular person in general, just the type of person that annoys you the most. Donald Trump. (laughs) Oh, we're getting real political. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just fucking around, really. Make sure, make sure that he doesn't get uh, far along once he gets the service protection for the election. They will be coming after you, especially because you're a brown man. Yeah. <laughs> this true. is true. This is true. I, I, I just heard a siren, actually. Outside. Oh, uh, shit. They're coming that, for me right now. Don't worry. Now. That's just Gino looking for justice. Yeah, yeah. Anybody see Sean Sopin? We got a Donald Trump. Brett, Brett this is your time. Well, who's, who's your answer, man? Uh, well, really, question. anybody that blocks the uh, the crosswalk or blocks the box on an intersection, cops. <laughs> yeah, uh, most New Yorkers. Uh, you, know. you know what, Brett? Anyone else? Surprisingly, didn't have negative cop statements during this movie. I thought that would be your like your your big thing. No, because he's about justice. Movie, Brett this, is about justice. This movie was so <laughs> far off from being a cop movie. Honestly, <laughs> like uh, Steven Seagal being a cop in this movie is, is entirely but irrelevant. He was a pure to this movie. cop. Like, it's entirely irrelevant. It's basically just two, you know, two guys in a fight. He's a mobster. He's a mobster. Just, just happened to have a badge. Exactly. The the badge was not. He, even though he may have I've flashed around a couple times, it was not really used. It was not anything like a cop investigation Ray. movie. So, yeah. uh, we got to also hit. Who would you drink with? Yeah, but we got, who you kill oh, first? I, 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 I <laughs> kill the same person. Brett kills the people who walk on the sidewalk <laughs> and just stop and check their phone or tie their shoe. That's not who I said. You said people who stop and crosswalks. You said people who block the box. Car drivers who, oh. walk, who I, stop I, and crosswalks I, I, and people who block the box. People who are walking because the they actually kill people stop all the time. abruptly. Those people. Those people suck, but they're not killing people. Mm. Fair. I'm gonna I'm gonna reference the movie here and try to be as Steven Seagal as I possibly can, and I'm gonna say like the douchebags in high school that <laughs> thought they were fucking cool and ended up as crackheads That's and were. Dickheads, while you were getting. Why fucking... is everything at the end like of your that. sentences like going up? <laughs> the douchebags. One, one, sure thing that I, cool. <laughs> one thing that we should close with is the whole reason why. This is the crux of the movie. Why did Richie kill Bobby Lubo? Oh, we didn't even talk oh, about we that. We didn't discuss that. We FYI, you find that out within like like thirty seconds Spoil- right before the if, end. If you haven't watched the movie, stop the podcast <laughs> now. So apparently. Don't ruin it for yourself. Because the main spoiler was not Seagal killing Richie. Yeah. It was why. We all knew that was going to happen. Turn on your radios in five minutes. Apparently Bobby Lupo has a good dick and it's getting around. So he's banging Roxanne. Solid dick. Who is one woman. I don't even know. She was kind of a whore. Was she a hooker or not? I don't know. Yeah. She wasn't a hooker. Listen, we're not... Sexist. Literally, everyone, every woman We're character in this movie. <laughs> every woman in this cat. Every woman in this movie is portrayed as a whore. I, I, everyone I in this movie, I'm, I'm assumed was a whore. I can't tell if you're laughing whore. because what he said was ridiculous, or because you're laughing because we are all sexist. <laughs> well, it, I'll, let you, I'll let you figure the that. Out. I'll, I'll uh, let you figure that. John, out. I think you need to re-listen to all the other reviews and listen to Sean's you comments. You clearly are not a listener to the podcast. Yeah, uh, but it's all for the fun of good entertainment. So anyway, so Bobby Lupo is banging Roxanne, 
and this other girl Terry in addition to his, to wife. his wife yes so in the beginning when Bobby Lupo gets killed and something gets flipped on him it is actually a picture of him banging is anyone listening care at this whore. point about banging why Bobby Lupo who I mean sorry, I Lupo. well it's because Richie was also banging that whore well, I was going to get to that point. But no, that was know. Richie's quote-unquote girlfriend. <laughs> so all of this was just a rev- uh, you fucking banged my girlfriend kill. That was it. That was the movie. You're welcome. Anybody so, know why Richie did Bobby Lupo? <laughs> <laughs> well, now you do. So if you ever hear somebody yelling on this, you. it's probably one of us, and now you know why. So who do you drink with? It's a tough question, man. I don't think so. I got my answer locked up from the beginning. I'm going with the nip, the nipple girl. Ah, oh, that's mine. <laughs> the girl that could dial. We were all thinking the same thing. We were all thinking the Terry. same thing. No, no. The ones where you the, the one where you can uh, dial your tits to. Dial <laughs> <laughs> my tits to. Like to get those. That's, 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 those that's my answer. All right, Shawnee. Um. All right. If it's not that girl, I choose Gina Gershon. Then, dude. That's actually the second time you chose her. And what, when did I do it before? And one of the other movies she was in. She's pretty hot, dude. Well, what else was she saying. in? I yeah. keep asking. Why did she keep saying Showgirls? We didn't she watch was in Face Off. Oh, you're right. Yeah. That's what I know her from. Did I choose it before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah you drank with her Face Off. That's yeah. love, man. Wow. That's love, baby. <laughs> that's love. What got to do? <laughs> Who do you drink with, John? Did we finish this bottle? Because I'm fucking drunk. I'm going to go with... I'm gonna go with the the paisans, the the half-assed uh, crooks. So Don Vital. Oh, the Don the Vital. Don Corleone. Yeah. It's swimming in indoor Vittorio. pools. Swimming in an indoor pool in Brooklyn yeah. somewhere. My, I have a good second. Obviously, answer, but I'll wait until everybody else. Actually, goes. the one sign did say, specifically say Diker Heights. Yeah. <laughs> Who are Brett? you drinking with, Brett? Uh, I'm going to go with a, uh, eh, you know, not the best selection, but simply because uh, Juliana Margulies. That's, that's, a good, that's a good choice, man. We, but, but, but the only reason I feel this, bad about the choice is because it's not because of her character. We didn't really know too much of her character. It was a very small role. But you know just she's because be famous. It's, just because it's Juliana Margulies. That's yeah, you guys exactly. are all assholes. You don't need reasons. You drink with Richie because he's going to get you fucked up. He's going to get you whores. He's going to get you gold crack. He's going to get you yeah. killed by the night. He's going to kill you. anyone else who's busting with you. He's, no, you're talking to my friend? I'm going to shoot you dead. What do you mean? Every single one of Richie's friends was dead. He killed his own friends. Yeah. Well, you oh, know, oh, it's a risky oh. take to party with Richie. Real, real quick, can we just, you just mentioned the wheelchair. He, yeah, the guy in the wheelchair. <laughs> the guy, oh, yeah. He shot the guy oh, in the God, wheelchair dude. just for, because he thought he ratted on him for whatever reason. But right immediately before that, Richie is there riding around your wheelchair <laughs> drunk for no reason. He's not drunk. He's Running high. into walls and shit. And he yeah. just drives the wheelchair right into a wall. Admittedly He's drunk in a wheelchair. what any of us would do. Which, by the way, I have done yeah, exactly yeah, we've that. Done it. And I've actually gotten kicked out of a bar in a wheelchair and rolled into the garbage. Brett, That's true. Brett, I mean this in the necessity of possible. You're such a fucking creature. Such a creature. So you're doing Richie? My second answer would have been Uncle Pino. That Pino. guy sounds fucking awesome. Tell the Pino story really quickly, really well, quickly. Well, we, we mentioned it a little bit, yeah. but a, Pino, a completely unrelated scene. It was a deleted scene Weird. that was in the movie. And uh, he just talks to this mobster guy about a story of how uh, when he was young, Uncle Pino took him to a Sunday matinee. But before that, he put some guy in the trunk. Because Take him over. The candy store. Because the guy was stealing candy or something. No, they went to the, can- no, P- they went to the candy store. Pino took them to the candy store. Yeah. Pino then proceeded to beat the shit out of the candy store owner, yeah. steal candy, because and shove the candy store owner in the trunk 
while they went to the movies. And Guma, I'm looking at this guy. I say, my own. He puts him in the trunk. We go to the movies. We go in. I, I, the whole time I'm thinking, this guy's in the trunk. We get out. And Pino says to me, hey, you go. I said, but Pino, he's in the trunk. He's dead, right? I'm thinking he's dead. Pino I'm says, no, you go. Old. You will go handle it. He throws me the keys. Maron, what am I thinking? I'm nine years old. I walk over. I unlock the trunk. This guy looks at me with the eyes wide open. I said, hey, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Boom. Blink Before of an I eye. Blink of an blink eye. Of an he's eye. in Hoboken. <laughs> he ran like a flash. Like a flash. And here I am, nine line. years old. Like a big man. No, I thought I was going to be a gangster. Oh, he's scared the shit out of him as a nine-year-old. As, as a nine-year-old. And now it. here we are in the garden. I thought I was going to be a gangster. Now I'm a cop. Gino. <laughs> yeah, doesn't develop a plot at By all. By the way, you know who killed Lupo? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go get the papers. Get yeah, the, papers. the fucking story makes no sense. No point at all. It doesn't, ma- no, no. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That story made it, it worth sense it. Is because it was in a normal movie that already had some character development. You would think it just more character development. Yeah. But that was the only character development in this movie. It's true. But it really not. It's, a, it's, it's trying to show that, what, that helped, helped him make him a cop? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But why does that help make him exactly. a cop? Exactly. That that's, makes a fucking sense. That's when he realized what justice was. Are you Batman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, know. I mean, so... The, I started... The, the first word I said was like, oh, that doesn't one, sound... One thing that, man. <laughs> yeah. we, one thing we didn't do is talk about the acting, but we did a lot of that already. Shitty. So we talked about Steven Seagal. But we did... It. So the bad guy was William Forsyth. He's like... He's in a lot of movies. He's just like a kind of a standard fat guy. He always plays like a weird... He actually plays with cops a lot. He's in like fucking Blue Streak, I think, and some random movies and shit like that. Um, we talked about Jerry Orbach. We talked about... Oh, Uncle Junior. Uncle Junior? Is that yeah. Uncle Junior plays Richie's father, who's supposed to be a good guy. Also, but he quietly father. tells uh, Gino to kill his son. Yeah. yeah. Every day I've been dreaming that it's over. I know what you're saying. Yeah. And he I'm puts him in jail. Safe. He Steven Seagal puts... Junior in jail. Except actually for his own good, though, so his own fucking father. He'll kill everyone who comes at him. Yeah. Anyone? He's out of his mind. How, is that far gone? <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> I will lock you up tonight to keep you safe. He does this, his impression. This, you think they were the real people. I know. The, <laughs> this movie hit close to home for Aaron. You know, he... he I married into he's the He's married Gino into family. The, the Brooklyn, Ooh, the Brooklyn by the Italian way, community. Has a very striking... Facial similarities to Gino Vitale. <laughs> Your father-in-law looked exactly like Don Vittorio. They've got this strange, like, fro-like hair that just sort of combs back, and it just sti- it's just stiff. Like, like the Just for Men salt and pepper? All, yeah, uh, all the men, they yeah. got that. They got the salt what and pepper, That's what it puffy is. sort of... Well, as an Italian, I have to pick up it. We call those helmets. They just look like helmets. <laughs> yeah, they do. The they, it on, is a helmet. At night, you take it off. That's all. That's all you do. And God forbid you tell an Italian girl anything poor or any commentary on their parents' hair. <laughs> no, that looks wonderful. He looks fi- like he's 50. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. It's, it, I will it, say, though, it's fine. Italians have good hair, generally. They do. They do. They don't, yeah. it's, it's rare they go bald. They got a, yeah. they got a, a flow. Except for Uncle Junior. Uncle Junior looked exactly like he did in 91 than he did in 2000. I, fucking, yeah. I was, I was, there were a lot of additional lines from The Sopranos. What? Lines on his face, you know. Yeah, yeah I, but he still was old as fuck in 1991. Right, was he a good-looking 90-year-old or a bad-looking 70-year-old? <laughs> exactly. That's my point. I'm going to say a good-looking 90-year-old. So you're saying you would bang Fag. Uncle Jr.? I would bang Uncle Jr. <laughs> Try getting it up. Scumbag. <laughs>
Uh, all right, so brew review rating. How many drinks? How many drinks? And you started out off. of how many? It's just so, how many, how many drinks? Oh, I guess you yeah, really don't really, know. Why the fuck are you a guesser? You don't even well, watch the show. It's good. always good to reevaluate the scoring algorithm for everybody. Anyway, so they're yeah, they're always rating. just a setup. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while for for you new listeners. Is, how many drinks do you need to consume to enjoy the movie? So it's like it's almost like a golf score, like an three point two, three point two. Wow, we never Sean's had a decimal been a, point. A quiet three point two. Sean also in. has never had a rating like under six drinks usually. So no, no over six. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. I say zero sometimes. I, we can listen to the tapes. Well, we, we have, have the audio. Yes, future future enhancement coming for for all our loyal listeners. We'll put all our ratings under each episode on the oh. website. So you don't have to re-listen. That, that will be out in three months. <laughs> yeah. That'll be out in three along years. Along with the last yeah. two episodes that haven't been published <laughs> that, yet. That simple feature will take uh, uh, many years. Well, <laughs> based on our cycle so far, we have a release once every six months. Yeah. All right. That's fair. All right. Rating. 3.2 from Sean. Johnny? Sean, what do you got? I'm going, I'm going last, dude. Yeah, I got to hear. Like, I, get, I need some... Context. No, no, no! It's it's no, from the no. heart. No, what do you no. need? You no, sit down alone. Friday night. Setup. Friday night. Cut you're alone. Line. You're sitting down. Oh shit! Out for justice. You watch it. How many drinks have you had? You know to you're make not drinking enjoyable? zero drinks during that movie. Fact. Yeah, of course. You, you, it's a ridiculous movie. It's right. ridiculous movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is why. This is the beauty of the rating. Uh, a lot. <laughs> I, I'd say. Eight or nine, probably. Oh, all right, all right. Wow, okay. Hey, hey. It's a good time. But, but you're saying that just to enjoy it more. You're not saying like, you you what have do to you drink need eight drinks the, to the, get through the, the movie. The, the, you're well, just saying you'll be the, optimal for eight drinks. Is what well, you're well, this is why we I like, wanted to hear like some context yeah, yeah, so and you shut me down. We like no, to give... We like punishment. To, exactly, I agree. We like to give the minimum drinks necessary to enjoy... But then you can elaborate on why or wh- on what kind of drinks. Many more drinks shall shall make it much greater. Some movies, there's the case where more drinks aren't going to help. A movie it's like the minimum. This, it's the minimum. I will go to, I will go to my review right movie. now. I say the minimum. Y- you'll enj- if you're a good uh, fan of shitty movies, you could enjoy it at zero. But I would say you got to start at least four to really <laughs> get into this one and, and like it. But the more, the merrier. Uh, with this one for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna say two bong rips, four <laughs> Jaegers, three or four beers. I'm golden for this movie. I'm a counter. plus. I sh- plus, I hit a crack. Yeah. Oh yeah, a Richie crack. One crack rip or <laughs> or or a cue ball to the fucking head yeah. from Gino, and I love this movie. <laughs> I'm gonna or go a, a eight ball. I'm gonna update or a my score. Or sword and a mitt for catch. <laughs> Update to my score, you have to have uh, at least four drinks and one shot off leg. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a top thing. hat. It's really hot with a yeah, top hat. It doesn't wear a top hat. Get your mitt. I don't know why. Get your mitt, John. So my, 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 my rating here. Uh, I'll go five. Five whiskeys. You know, you enjoy yourself while you're watching. You do five whiskeys in 90 minutes, you're doing pretty well. I want to present. I want to hear the opinion evidence? on this. Are you presenting evidence? I would laugh a lot with no drinks. Because it's so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, agreed, agreed. But but it's you a would lot enjoy funnier. it a lot more with five drinks. <laughs> exactly. That's to, my point. Is to what I, Brett said, yeah. I would enjoy this movie. I enjoyed this movie a lot more drinking five whiskeys. John's score is one dip and five drinks. <laughs> <laughs> he has been lipping the entire time here. That's true. All right, I think this was a successful uh, Steven Seagal 
initiation. Um, <laughs> we got to do a Van Damme movie. Yeah. I want to do a Cop. Van Damme movie. <laughs> what was the other one we were saying? Kickboxer. Um, no, not it's not Van uh, Robocop we were saying too, right? Robocop is yeah. good as well. The original. Yeah. The original one. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe a lethal weapon. Falling down. I don't, know, I'm getting, I don't know, man. I'm getting too old for that shit. Well, this brings up but if you have a suggestion. That That's exactly a good segue. If you have any suggestions. Which is used in the movie. Write into brewreviewpodcast at gmail.com. As I always try to remind you, we do eventually look at those. Every now and so then. Do we? Yeah. Who's looking at that? We, do, do. we look before. Ge- we, we it's it's like every three weeks. We look every four generally weeks. before we start the next podcast. Okay, yes. fair enough. Fair enough. And, uh. You know, we know Jake wrote in some stuff. We'll get there eventually, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Shout out to Jake. Uh, uh, shout, shout out to Jake. Listener. Shout, shout out to Jake. Shout out to Wit Jake. At Jake. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Jake. He uh, recommended Four Roses, a shitty but good bourbon. And I did That's not a that. shitty bourbon. That's a great bourbon. It was like 30 bucks. So, I mean. It doesn't. Don't don't go by price. Yeah, That's man. marketing. No, Bullshit. I'm saying I enjoyed it's the bourbon. It's a great Kentucky bourbon. I enjoyed it. That's what I'm saying. Thank you, Jake. Thank at you, Wit, for listening to your suggestions. All right. This is Dom signing out, bitches. Dude, this fucking top hat is hot as balls. It's a wool top hat. I know. I know why Richie did Bobby Lupo. (laughs) I know why. He's wearing a fucking top hat like an asshole. Dude, that dude's dick must have been great. He was banging like three bitches. Bobby Lupo, yeah. Banging three bitches. Oh, there was tits in this movie. So that's why I liked it. Banging three mm-hmm. bitches. Kick your ass. Chicken shit pussy asshole. No, but seriously, movies are much better when you see tits in them. Like, this movie saw some tits. Good movie. I gotta pee. (laughs) Oh, Vic. Look over here. Is that a police dog or what? (laughs)